the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello and welcome as we lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley Rutherford. I'm Kyle Welch. In the challenging times we live in today, we believe that God's Holy Word is the single most important source to all the answers we need and are searching for. Jesus tells us in Matthew 7:24 that anyone who hears his words and puts them into practice is like a wise man who builds his house on solid rock. It is our hope with this program to help you grow in your daily walk with Jesus Christ. Lift Up Jesus is part of an outreach ministry from Shepherd Church in Los Angeles, California. Our pastor is Dudley Rutherford, and we join him right now with his message for us today. In your notes, I want to start with Romans 3.23 that says, all have sinned. I want you to say, all have sinned. All have sinned. Now, all, all is everybody in this room. Now, look at this room. This, this, look around. This is a church full of sinners, okay? If you're looking for the perfect church, go somewhere else. But uh, we're all sinners here today, and we do this. How many, how many of you, raise your hand if you've ever told a lie. Raise your hand if you've ever, now if you don't raise your hand, you're a liar. And uh, how, many, how many of you have ever stolen something? You stole something. How, I'm not even going to ask if you, if you cheated on your taxes. I'm not even going to ask. Uh, how many, how many have ever gossiped about the preacher? Oh, I see. I see. Okay. So all have sinned and fall short of the glory. Everybody say glory. We've all fallen short of the glory. Anytime in the new Testament where you see the word glory, you can really cross it out almost and put in the word character because that's what it means. And what that verse says is that we've all sinned. And we all fall short of the character of God. And that is true. So I want you to write down, by definition, sin. I want to define sin for you. Sin is any time you disobey God. All right? Like, if if you do something that I disagree with, that's not sin. Just because you do something I don't like, or I do something you don't like, I'm not sinning. Sin is when you do something that goes against God. That's what sin is by definition. And I always have two categories. There's a list of things in this Bible that God wants you to do. It's the to-do list. For example, we're told to forgive one another. Are we supposed to forgive one another? Yeah, it's it's on the to-do list. And so... If you say, well, I know I'm supposed to forgive, but I'm not going to forgive that person. Well, then you're disobeying God is what you're doing. Uh, you're not supposed to lie. So there's one list, a to-do list, and then there's the opposite, a list of things that you're not supposed to do. So like you're not supposed to lie. You're not supposed to cheat. You're not supposed to steal. 
And so sometimes you say, well, I know, I know the Bible says I'm not supposed to do these things, but hey, I'm going to do them anyway. Well, then that would be sin. Sin is any time you disobey God. So write this down, right? All have sinned, all right? That's every single person in this room. All have sinned. You, person next to you, we've all done it, all right? Now, here's your big verse, Isaiah 59, 2. It says that sin, write this down, sin separates us from God. There's something about anytime you disobey God, there's this separation that occurs. And up in the upper left-hand corner, uh, you have this in your, in your book. This is a piece of paper that was torn in two. Because at one time, God and man were together. But something happened called sin. Sin is what separates us from God. Up here, I want to draw a circle. This is the Garden of Eden. How many of you have ever heard of the Garden of Eden? And there were two people who lived in that garden. And guess what their names were? You should know. What are their names? Adam and Eve. And in this garden, they were with God. Uh, there was no sin. Everything was good. And God came along and said, hey, I want you to stay away from one tree. There's one tree in there, and there's a little fruit hanging off that tree. Stay away from that fruit. Anything else is good. And at that moment, Adam and Eve had a choice to make. Are they going to obey God or disobey God? And what did they choose? They chose to disobey God. So they ate of that fruit. So if you read the story in Genesis, they were with God, but as soon as they sinned, they got kicked out of the Garden of Eden. So now they're no longer living in paradise because that sin separated them from God. Now we come to this verse right here, Romans 3.23. So you have Romans 3.23, we've all sinned, but Romans 6.23 says that the wages, everybody say wages, another word for that is the payment, the payment, the penalty, the penalty, the, the result, uh, uh, the, the wages. You know, if you work, you get paid. If you work, you have a wage. Well, if you sin, there's a payment. And the Bible says that the wages of sin is death. And that means physical death and spiritual death. Now, I could preach a sermon, which I need to, that, that any time you or I sin, it causes your body physically to die. All sins eventually erode the physical body for example the bible says you're not supposed to be a glutton and you say well i know that's in the bible but i'm gonna eat anyway and i'm gonna eat everything in sight so you just eat and you eat and you eat and you eat eventually you're gonna die because your heart's gonna have heart attack because all the rules in the bible are in your best interest and Satan has convinced you to go, well, I don't want to do that. I want to do this. Well, you go ahead and do what you want. Satan has convinced you to those things. If you followed God's word, you'd be better off. The Bible says, do not get drunk on wine. So it's, a, it's, a, it's in the Bible. Do not get drunk on wine. You say, well, I drink and I'm good. I get drunk anytime I want. I don't care what God says. Okay, just keep drinking. Eventually, that alcohol will kill you. Eventually, it will. 
Because the laws of God are, are, are written for our benefit. And so the Bible says that anytime we sin, the penalty of you sinning is death. It's not just, it's not just physical death. Far more important than physical death is spiritual death where it separates you from God. And I want you to write this down in your notes that sin equals death is what that means. Sin equals, and I know this is all kind of negative, but we're going to get positive here in a minute. Can you say amen? Amen. So we have Romans 3.23, all have sinned. Romans 6.23 says that sin equals death. But here's your verse, and all oh, you ought to love this verse right here, Romans 5, 8, okay? Because these two, you know, they hurt. But this is a good verse. It says that God demonstrates His own love, His love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And here's what that means. God demonstrates his love for us and that while we were yet sinners, that Christ, and there's that cross, Christ died on a cross to pay the atonement for our sin. In other words, we've all sinned. The result of that sin is death. But on the cross, we should have to die But on the cross, Jesus took our place. And all of you, as you're writing, you should try to clap. Mm -hmm. We should have had to die for our sins. But Jesus says, no, I'll go there and die for you so that that relationship with God can be restored. If you have your Bibles, turn to this verse down here in Hebrews chapter 10. I meant to tell you to do that earlier. Hebrews chapter 10. I want to read this uh, to you. Make a couple of comments and we're going to flip the board. So, Hebrews 10 tells us that day after day, every priest stands. Everybody say stands. We usually don't talk about that word in this verse, but I'm going to explain that word to you. You say, well, I think I know what that means. Well, I'm going to explain to you what it means. Every priest stands. And what does that priest do while he's standing? He performs his religious duties again and again. He offers the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. Now, he's referring back to the priest that every day perform sacrifices for the sins of people. The Bible tells us back in the back in the in the book of Leviticus that the people sacrificed lambs every morning and every night of every day. That every day priests stand and make these sacrifices on behalf of the people. And the Bible says that those sins really it doesn't even work first of all but the reason it says that he stands is because his work is never finished he has to stand because we keep sinning and so the priest day by day he stands and he sacrifices every morning a lamb every night another lamb 
There's not even a chair for the priest to sit down. He has to stand because his work is never finished. But then, verse 12 says, but when this priest, right here, speaking of Jesus, when this priest had offered for all time one sacrifice for sins, he sat down. See, Jesus doesn't have to keep standing. Why? Because his work is finished. We have a sin problem. I, I, I can't get you saved until I get you lost. You've got to know that you're lost. That's one reason why people don't come to church. They don't go to Jesus. They don't really know they're lost. They're just kind of going through life thinking, you know, I'm, I'm getting by the best I can. They don't even realize that spiritually they're lost. Now, forget about Eden. Forget about Eden. Let's go to planet Earth. Okay, this is planet Earth. And we're going to go specifically to Porter Ranch. Ha, 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 ha. Los Angeles. Ha, 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 ha. Okay. And this is not Ab and Eve. This is me and that's you. And it's not a tree. It's a Bible with God's Word. And He tells us what we're to do and not do. And we choose to disobey. When we choose to disobey, our sin is what sends us to a place called hell. Now, a lot of people say, well, why would God, why would a loving God send anybody to hell? God doesn't send anybody there. He set the system up and he gives you a choice. If you wake up one day and you're in hell... You need to know is your sin, your disobedience, your sins that were never forgiven is what sent you there. Now God comes along because he loves you so much and he gives you everything he can possibly give you to keep you out of hell. He gives you the church. He gives you the Bible. He gives you the Holy Spirit. He gives you a mom and a dad who have prayed for you. He's given you a bald preacher. <laughs> but most of all, he gave you his one and only son, Jesus, to keep you out of hell. And if you end up, if you end up in a place called hell, it's because you said no to the church and you said no to the Bible and you said no to the Holy Spirit and you rejected the prayers of your parents and you said no to all the sermons that you ever heard and all the invitations and the opportunities that you had to come to Jesus Christ. But most important, you end up there is because you've said no to Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ came to die for you so that you can have everlasting life. Let's flip the board. Oh yeah, this... Now, what I have here on this board is what, what, as you go through the Bible and you read, you'll see certain things like, in order to be saved, I've, I've got to do this. And you keep reading and you'll see, well, I've got to do this. Well, yeah, but it, it, it didn't say that over here, but it says I've got to do it here. And over here I read this and it says I've got to do this. Well, what, what exactly do I have to do to be saved? Because I don't want to go to hell. I, 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 I want to go to heaven. 
And so what I have are five things, as, and I, 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 there, there are others, but I'm going to give you five things that you've got to do to stay out of this place right here, to stay out of hell, and to one day end up in heaven. Oh, who wants to go to heaven? I hope you're paying attention. Number one of the five, write this down. You've got to believe. You've got to be a believer. Uh-huh. That's what the Bible says. These, I've got Bible verses for all these. We're going to look them up. I'm going to explain them to you. And the first one is the word believe. You've got to believe. Now, here's, here's man, here's sin, okay? Here's what this verse, John 3, 16, I have it right here for you. For God so, he loved the world, that's you and me, that he gave his one and only son. Who's that? That's Jesus. In other words, we go back to this, this drawing again. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever hears the word, here it is, whoever believes in him, which is Jesus, watch this, shall not I don't want to go there. Well, he's telling you how not to go there. He gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him, you won't perish, but you'll have everlasting life. So number one, you have to be a believer in Jesus Christ. There aren't two ways or three ways or five ways. There's only one way to get to heaven, and that's through Jesus Christ. Now, I've got, I'm going to do a little drawing here. These are waterfalls, okay, like Niagara Falls. And a guy gets up there, and he puts this stand there, and he puts a wire across the falls. And he stands up on that, on that wire, and he got all these people standing around. And he says, how many of you believe that I can walk across this wire? Raise your hand if you believe I can do that. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Okay, just a few of you. Most of you are skeptics. So... He walks all the way across the wire. He walks all the way back, and everybody claps because he did it, even though some of you doubted. Come on, let's clap for the guy. He did a good job. <laughs> Second day, he gets up there with a blindfold. It's a really big blindfold. And he asks the question again How many of you believe I can walk across this wire with my eyes closed? Raise your hands if you believe he can do it. Okay, some of you, some of you don't. And so, for all you skeptics out there, didn't raise your hand, guess what? Blindfold. He walks all the way across and he walks all the way back and everybody claps. They just couldn't. Come on, come on. The third day, he gets up there with the wheelbarrow. He gets up there with the wheelbarrow. And he asked a question. How many of you believe I can push this wheelbarrow across this thing? Everybody raised their hand. I've seen him walk across there twice now. And then he said, all right, who'll get in the wheelbarrow? Be sure to join us next week as Pastor Dudley continues with today's message here on Lift Up Jesus. We hope you were blessed by our program today. If you are in need of prayer, we invite you to call us at our toll-free number, 
888-447-4777. Our Lift Up Jesus phone counselors are ready for any prayer requests you may have at this time. You can also contact us right now if you'd like to receive a copy of today's message on either CD or DVD. Our number again is 888-818-4777. For more information about Pastor Dudley Rutherford, Shepherd Church, or this ministry, be sure to visit our website, liftupjesus.com. It's a blessing for us to bring this program to you every week. We exist only by our faithful partners who support us through their prayers and financial gifts. If Pastor Dudley's message has been a blessing to you, we would like to encourage you to consider joining in partnership with us so we can continue to be here to bless others with this important ministry. Your gifts, whether large or small, are greatly appreciated and go directly to help keep us on the air. You can find out more about supporting us by calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. That number again is 888-818-4777. You can also support us by going to our website, liftupjesus.com forward slash reach. That address again is liftupjesus.com forward slash and then the word reach. We live in the most distracted culture in the history of the world. We see about 10,000 messages every day. We even touch our phones about 2,000 times a day. We're literally being overwhelmed with information. That's why there's no better time than right now for Dudley Rutherford's remarkable new book, One Thing, Rediscover a Simpler Faith in Our Complicated World. In this timely book, Pastor Dudley invites you to open your Bible and look closely at seven key passages of Scripture where you'll find the beautifully uncomplicated phrase, One Thing. These Scriptures will quiet all the noise that you're hearing and call you back to a simpler faith. Dudley Rutherford has discovered the secret of how to focus our lives on the one thing that matters. What if you could find that simplicity? It's waiting out there, and this is your roadmap to freedom. Contact Lift Up Jesus today and get your copy of One Thing, the book that could finally change everything. Hi, my name is Kathy, and I lead the Anchor Cancer Support Group here at Shepherd Church. On August 17th, 2011, I heard the words that nobody wants to hear, and that is, I had cancer. And when I had um, that diagnosis, I did not want to share it with anybody, but God had a different plan in that for me. And so it was pretty clear that during my surgery, my chemo, my radiation, all the side effects that I experienced, and even losing my hair, that God knew that I was going to be where I am today. The things that I experienced when I was going through my journey by getting love from other people, getting food, getting prayers, uh, even provisions that I didn't expect was such a blessing to me that I knew that I had to turn it around and give it to others. So God put it on my heart to lead a cancer support life group in my home. We call on each other, we take each other to our doctor's appointments, and we pray for each other right before we're getting ready to go in for our treatments or our scans. We also provide food and and support for them during their journey. Later on, when I was ready to start the group, God gave me the name Anchor. And I know now why. Because when you think of an anchor, you know that it is linked to a chain. And the members of this group are the links of that chain that we're linked on to one another, strong, standing firm to our Father, who is our anchor. And together, we walk this journey with them 
through this storm, knowing that we need to depend on each other and through our Father in heaven. This group is for everyone. If you're going through cancer, if you've already gone through all of your treatments and you are in remission, it's also for those that are part of the family. Maybe it's you're the caregiver. Maybe it's your coworker. It also could be for the spouse or the children. And more important, this group is for those that have lost someone that have finally gone to see our Father in heaven. And they come back and they share their journey and they love on one another because they've walked that. There are a million and a half people in Los Angeles County living with some form of cancer. And I am so grateful to Shepherd Church for opening up their doors to allow us to have this amazing ministry here. The people of this community need this ministry. And we are so happy to be able to have it here so that we can give them hope and encouragement during their journey. I'm Kyle Welch, inviting you to join us again next week at this same time as we lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.